Hello, this is Marlene Borch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for October 25th. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Sask Wheat website. Well, last week was another positive week for wheat. So let's look at some of the detail. Regarding futures, the biggest story in wheat was ADM cancelling 1,314 receipts last Thursday night, which propelled Kansas City futures to fresh contract highs and Minneapolis wheat to break $10 a bushel. Additional strength in wheat came from the record pace of EU exports, resulting from the Russian export tax. Matif wheat in Europe made its highest close last Friday for a nearby contract in nine years, with the EU needing to drastically curtail exports over the next while. And this Monday morning, North American wheat futures remained strong with Minneapolis currently up another 16 cents a bushel. We have not seen the close today, but last Friday, these 21 Chicago winter wheat closed at 7.56, up 22 cents on the week. These 21 Kansas hardware winter wheat closed at 7.66, up 30 cents on the week. And these 21 Minneapolis hard red spring wheat rose, uh, closed at 10.13, up 44 cents on the week. In the cash markets, there was quite some activity as well. Turkey bought a 300,000 ton lot of wheat uh, as a mix of 11.5 and 12.5 and protein, working to around 360 US per ton. Jordan bought 60,000 tons of wheat last week for last half January at 365. Uh, costs are around costs for handling and freight are around $55 a ton, so that works to 310 FOB as well. Jordan returns October 27 for 120,000 tons of wheat for the March-April position. Tunisia State Agency is believed to have bought about 50,000 tons of soft wheat last Friday. They bought two lots of 25,000 tons at 373.50 to 373.85 CNF. There are rumors that Saudi Arabia will announce a tender and Egypt is also ex expected to be back in the market soon. Ethiopia tenders November 9 for 200,000 tons of wheat and again on November 30 for further 400,000 tons of wheat. We think that consumers have very little forward coverage and are getting nervous. To continue, here are some of last week's major news in the wheat markets by major wheat origin. And we are starting with Canada. Agriculture and agri-food raised Canadian wheat, excluding Durham exports by half a million tons from the September estimate to 13 million tons. Even this number is down 37% from last year's exports. The rest of the balance sheet was unchanged for a 500,000 ton decrease in ending stocks to 3 million tons. This would represent a 15% stock use ratio down from 18% last crop year. Global wheat bids continue to rise over the week and North American values are increasing at a faster pace than other origins. This will impact export demand but spring wheat is indeed very tight. This is being reflected in the wide spreads between spring wheat and soft wheats. 
In Shipping Read 11, Canadian Spring Read exports were at a multi-year low of 96,000 tonnes. This gives us a season, season total of 2.7 million tonnes, 172,000 tonnes less than what we had shipped last year at this time. To reach the agriculture and agri-food agri 13 million tonne export estimate, we need weekly exports around 249,000 tonnes per week. So far, we have shipped 252,000 per week, but we think the, play, the pace is slowing. Durham wheat. Agriculture and agri-food left the Durham balance sheet unchanged in their no October report. They're looking at 3.55 million tons of production and exports at 3.1 million tons. Ending stocks are projected at 450,000 tons, down 40% from last year's. Durham exports are already slowing down, which was expected and is inevitable. Shipping week 11 exports were at 64,000 tons. The season total is 735,000 tons, now down 5% from last year. To reach the 3.1 million ton export projection, we need weekly shipments of 58,000 tons. Average weekly exports so far run at 67,000 tons, but this will continue to fall. Demand for Durham remains strong and prices rose over the week, both domestically and internationally. We see no reason for the Durham market to fall back. We have been recommending sales at around $21 per bushel or better. Moving to the United States, rain alleviated some of the drought that has been increasing in the winter wheat areas and especially in the PNW. But moisture maps continue to show widespread dryness. However, La Nina conditions in North America are expected to alleviate drought conditions in the PNW and the upper Midwest. As of October 17th, U.S. farmers had planted 70% of the intended U.S. winter wheat acres. Weekly U.S. commercial sales were in line with the trade's expectations at 362,000 tons. Total sales of U.S. wheat are now at 12.3 million tons, still 20% behind last year's exports compared to the U.S. DA's projected 12% decline. Moving to Australia, Australian futures were lower in view of the upcoming harvest there. Importantly, Australian new crop wheat remains the cheapest wheat available in the markets into Asia. So they are first in line for sales. Argentina, while Argentine fob prices also look cheap on paper, huge freight rates and the uncertainty over the GM situation we discussed over the last two weeks make Argentine wheat only a limited competitor for now. The forecast remains dry as next week's rain look to miss the core wheat areas. Very warm temperatures will accelerate soil moisture losses. And Bosch cited the upcoming heat and disease as threats to the crop. European Union. As mentioned, Matif wheat in Europe made its highest close last Friday for a nearby contract in nine years, while the EU needs to drastically lower exports over the next while. Last Tuesday's EU shipment report highlighted the need for prices to slow exports, but there was also talk of new sales of French wheat into China. 
the specs of these sails were reported to be closer to feet specs rather than milling reed quality. And the note on Durham prices in Europe, they continue to strengthen. Durham prices in Italy rose by another 20 euros a ton, that's about $28 Canadian per ton, to 523 euros in Northern Italy. That works to about 752 Canadian per ton or 20.47 per bushel, but that is landed in Northern Italy. Black seaweed. Black seaweed looks underpriced compared to EU prices. And the current Russian export tax will likely reach $90 a ton by the end of 2021. And there's no sign to end what is effectively a bullish feedback loop for Russian prices because of the tax. Interior and domestic Russian wheat and flour prices made new highs last week. On the other hand, the Ukraine reportedly raised this year's export quota to 25.3 million tons compared to the USDA's 23.5 million tons. So what can we conclude from all this for the week? Well, wheat shipments by major exporters are up 9% compared to the USDA's 2% expected increase and price still has a lot of work to do to lower export demand. So wheat remains the bull leader. The wheat tender business remains strong and we continue to hear of reports of significant increases in demand in the Middle East. Russia is partly out of the export market and Australia, while having an amazing crop, does not have unlimited port export capacity. We think there still is room for the wheat market to increase. We see no reason to sell additional grain at this time on behalf of the growers. This is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find a complete report online at sasgweed.ca. Have a great week.